0: love is a glory be to Jesus Christ glory be forever this is father basil again doing another podcast and I'm gonna start uh, today uh, we're still of course this is the um, month of June and uh, this is the month that we honor Jesus Christ. And I've talked about a little bit about Jesus over the last few weeks and days. Uh, I've done some prayer services to Jesus, the Catholicist, um, Maleben, talked about Jesus, um, our Savior who died on the cross for our salvation, talked about why we need to have a good relationship with Jesus in this world about Christ's love and talked about confession as well. How when we go to confession, we uh, renew our relationship with Jesus. That we, um, you know, our sins are cleansed. Our sins are taken away because we have admitted our that we need jesus in our lives that we need jesus to heal us and we can't be healed without jesus and today i'm going to start a little bit about communion about holy communion and um, how that holy communion that we have will help us again uh, get those graces to Be Jesus towards other people in this world. As our bodies need material food to live, so our souls need spiritual food to preserve their supernatural lives. Jesus Christ, our loving Redeemer, did not find any better food for our souls than his own body and blood. At the Last Supper, just before he began his passion for our salvation, Jesus took bread blessed it and said, changing it into his precious body, receive it and eat it, this is my body. He did the same with the chalice of wine. He blessed it and turned it into his blood, saying, drink of it, all of you. This is my blood, which is to be shed for many into the remission of sins. When the Israelites were traveling through the wilderness on their way to the promised land, the Lord supplied them with the manna a miraculously produced food. Holy Communion, which is the body and blood of our Savior, constitutes the spiritual manna for all those who travel toward our happy eternity. Jesus Christ wished to remain with us on this earth to be our companion in our struggles and our comforter in our sufferings. His divine wisdom invented a stupendous means whereby he dwells with men on earth. This wondrous means is the Blessed, blessed Eucharist. Jesus remains substantially, truly and really present in this great sacrament. His heart is living and pulsating there with love for us. The Blessed Sacrament is the supreme gift of Jesus to men. His infinite wisdom cannot devise and His infinite power cannot accomplish anything greater. What greater treasure can we ever imagine or receive than the body and blood of Jesus Christ, the Son of the Almighty God. When he first spoke of giving his body and blood as a food to eat and as a drink to be taken by men, many of his listeners, nay of his own disciples, left him saying, How can this man give us his flesh to eat? This is strange talk. Who can be expected to listen to it? But what man cannot imagine Jesus Christ has invented and executed by becoming the spiritual food of our souls. St. Thomas Aquinas says, He bestowed on us all that he has had and all that he is. And the Council of Trent added, In the Eucharist, Christ has poured out all the riches of his love for man. You must understand that the Holy Eucharist is a gift of Christ's love for you and for all of us. It was not necessary for Christ to give us himself as our food after he had died upon the cross to atone for our sins. But the loving Redeemer wished to give us the greatest proof of his immense love and affection. He bequeathed to us this precious gift at the very time when men were plotting to betray, arrest, and condemn him to death. Jesus was not content with uniting himself to our human nature by becoming man. He wished to unite himself also with each one of us in the sacrament of the Holy Eucharist. In no other actions, said Metropolitan Friptitsky, can the Redeemer be considered more tender and more loving than in the institution of the sacrament, in which he, as it were, annihilates himself, becomes our food in order to enter our souls and unite himself to our hearts. St. John Chrysostom explains how intimate a union occurs between the Lord and the soul that lovingly receives Him in Holy Communion. He says, In this manner we are united and made one body and one flesh with the Lord, in whose presence the angels are filled with awe, on whose infinite majesty they dare not fix their gaze. So, this is a start of talking about Holy Communion. And it's funny, This uh, the other day we celebrated that feast day of the Holy Eucharist, the Body and Blood of Christ, Corpus Christi, that it's called in the Roman Catholic tradition. So um, we have to remember that Jesus did this for us Because he loves us. No other reason. There's no other reason why he gave us his body and blood. Except because he loves us. And he wants us to be partakers of his mystical kingdom in heaven. And this is why he gave us his very self. His very Presence, his very being, he gave for us to so we can become, you know, part of his angels and saints in heaven. And we have to take this seriously. We have to take this very, very seriously when we receive the body and blood of Christ. Are we receiving it in a clean soul? Do we repent of our sinfulness first before we receive that body and blood of Christ? Because communion and confession go hand in hand. They are two of the sacraments, you know, uh, that that help us uh, prepare our souls for the kingdom of God. So our souls have to be pure. Our souls have to be, you know, spiritually. Um, well in order for that communion to have a good effect on us okay. so let's continue to pray for one another continue to pray for everyone who needs prayers today that they may understand the power of Eucharist the power of the body and blood of Christ how it makes us spiritually well again as long as we first confess our sins, as long as we we remember about repentance. God bless you. Have a good day.